Christian conservative student named Maggie De DeJong, or maybe Soft J DeJong. I'm sorry, guys, but it wouldn't be a Lauren Chen video unless I mispronounce someone's name or a location. She's just been awarded $80,000 from her former university because they, according to federal courts, violated her First Amendment rights. Now, this is a story that I've seen trending everywhere, but it's really interesting because before the verdict was announced, I was not at all familiar with this case. So if you're like me in that regard, here's a bit of background on what exactly happened. So from what I understand, this all kicked off in 2022, and about what transpired, which encouraged Maggie to launch the lawsuit against her college. As Fox News reports, Maggie says, I was alarmed when I had received three no contact orders that prevented me from having direct or indirect communication with these three students. Essentially, they were restraining orders that apply to on and off campus. Jung said at Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville, she routinely participated in classroom discussions on contentious issues such as race relations and religion, often expressing a conservative viewpoint. Near the end of her three-year graduate program, DeJong was hit with a no-contact order pertaining to three of her classmates who had objected to her social media posts on abortion and the police. DeJong had apparently angered fellow classmates by defending Kyle Rittenhouse on social media and denouncing critical race theory. Students also demanded she remove her pro-police hat in class, calling it a symbol of oppression. So this story, this case, just raises so many questions for me. Number one being, why is this student even participating in uh, conversations surrounding race or politics, given that, from what I understand, she was actually an arts therapy student. What does race and religion have to do with arts therapy at all? I mean, are we just at a point now where it's basically understood that if you are a student and you're going to university, you're just going to have to get some progressive propaganda shoved down your throat, regardless of what you're actually supposed to be studying? I mean, people who are currently in college, let me know if you're in STEM, are you still having to regurgitate and listen to all of this leftist propaganda? The, these conversations are not relevant to what this person should be studying in the first place. So that's one red flag. The second is that are our students really in such echo chambers that they can't even tolerate hearing conservative views anymore? And so I, I graduated a while ago. It's been a hot minute since I was a college student, but even back then I remember that yes, all of my professors, or at least the vast majority of them were leftists as were the vast majority of my other classmates. I mean, I did my freshman year at USC studying political science. So yes, there was no shortage of Marxists, but still at the time, even though I was one of the few conservatives or should I say outspoken conservatives, I still felt comfortable expressing my viewpoint knowing that I was going against the grain, that I was in the minority. And to their credit, my professors and most of the other classmates that I had, I didn't really feel like they were trying to persecute me or call me a racist or a bigot just because I disagreed with them. But it seems like in the time that I've graduated, which has been like eight years at this point, things have really gone downhill in terms of open conversation and debate on college campuses. You should not be so triggered when you hear a conservative viewpoint that you immediately have to run to your administration to get them to protect your feelings. Another thing I find strange about this is that they mentioned social media posts that Maggie had posted as a reason for these no contact orders. But if these students don't appreciate her social media posts specifically, Stop following her on social media. It's not like she's, you know, uh, writing pro Kyle Rittenhouse defenses and shoving them under their doors at night. And I mean, before this case, I had never even heard of a university giving a no contact order. From what I understand, I would love to know if this is not the correct interpretation of it. Uh, this woman 
is conservative. She's Christian. She has classmates that don't like it. And so the classmates go to the university and the university tells this woman she can't talk to these students at all because basically they just don't like her opinions. And that essentially ends up shutting her up in class when she's in class with these other students. How is this a real thing that is actually happening on a university campus when you are so triggered by someone, you don't even want them to speak while you're in the same room as them? This sounds like a request that would be made by a kindergartner. A kindergartner, which by the way, if we were being smart about things, we, we would not acquiesce to because that's unreasonable and that's not how the real world works. That universities are giving no contact orders in general, completely ridiculous, that they are giving them over conservative viewpoints, absolutely atrocious. And by the way, conservatives who are listening to this, don't forget that so many of these institutions, they are still receiving your money. That's right, they won't, they won't allow your viewpoints to be expressed in, in their hollowed halls, but they'll happily take your dollars. In any case, that brings us to the verdict of this case, this lawsuit that Maggie rightfully launched against her university. From Fox News again, it says, as part of the settlement won by Alliance Defending Freedom, three professors at Southern Illinois University Edwardsville will take mandatory training related to free speech on college campuses. The settlement also stipulates that SEUE officials must revise their student handbook and policies to ensure students with varying political, religious, and ideological views are welcome in the art therapy program. Officials must also pay $80,000 to dismiss the lawsuit successfully. I mean, I'm glad that this university is going to need to revise its policies and give free speech training to these specific professors. But if you ask me, this doesn't go far enough. I mean, every single university has some sort of diversity and black lesbian department and training. Why not actually have free speech and First Amendment training. That seems way, way more important to fostering open discussion and debate and research at a university. Regarding the payout, if you ask me, $80,000 is not nearly enough. This woman was defamed by her own university. She was essentially branded a bigot. I can only imagine what the social and academic consequences of having those no contact orders against her must have been. And never mind that, but are these no contact orders also something that, for example, uh, employers could have found out about, in which case, she could have actually been prevented from earning a living. $80,000, I mean, it's good, it's a start, but it should have been more. And before you get too optimistic that this court case had, you know, at least a, a pretty positive outcome, I want you to look at this other case, which is very much related. Because unfortunately in this day and age, there is no shortage of Christian conservative students being persecuted on college campuses. We have here, quote, America First Legal recently announced it sued County College of Morris and its Dean of Students after a student was suspended for hate speech by citing religious scripture. A Christian student will occasionally mention the Bible's teachings on homosexuality, which warn practicing homosexuals and other sinners that they will not inherit the kingdom of God unless they repent. America First Legal reported that after someone on campus witnessed the student quoting biblical teaching on sexual morality, the college issued a written warning declaring the student's statements hate speech that demonstrated a bias against the LGBTQ plus community. The warning also told the student that his statements violated New Jersey law when he reportedly refuses to self-censor, the college responded by pronouncing Mr. Cefalino guilty of preaching hate speech on campus in reference to homosexuality and homosexuals and suspended him for 11 days. So yes, in America, you can literally get suspended for hate speech for preaching the Bible and being a practicing Christian. This is where we're at nowadays. Absolute clown world. And you know, we are so afraid of like unconscious bias and being tolerant nowadays, yet we will openly persecute Christians for their beliefs. And I have to say, if you're a student and you've encountered something like this on your campus, 
take them to court. They are not allowed to do this. This is openly religious discrimination and it's anti-free speech. And thankfully, there are actually organizations out there who will help you hold these universities accountable for these discriminatory practices. That's basically all I have to say for now though. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time.